Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Great to be back with you again this week. Welcome to our weekly dose. If you're listening to this on the podcast or you're watching this on the YouTube channel, I want to thank you for tuning in to really dig into bridging faith and business and pursuing success God's way. As you've heard me tell you before, the topics that I come to you with are always things that I'm either working through right now or have recently worked through. And very often they're topics that have come to me through listening to a podcast or a sermon. And that is the case today. So throughout the season at my church, and I'm sure at many of your churches as well, there are different topics that that are covered in a series. And the series that we're in at my church right now is called Hashtag Goals. And it's all about the perfect or the picture perfect family, children, career, etc. And how really in all of those things, God calls us to show up to reflect his light to the world. And it is not about what we see on social media. So this week I'm coming to you with this idea of the pressure cooker. And the pressure cooker to me is for God-centered entrepreneurs, this drive for perfectionism. And I know it's not just for us as entrepreneurs. I know that it certainly relates to anybody in any work environment that we believe that there is this society pressure to do things perfectly, but more importantly, to show on social media the perfection of what's happening. And I was speaking with someone today at a birthday party and she was saying, you know, people think that entrepreneurship is so glamorous. And the truth is it is not. And it can be really lonely, which is a topic I'm going to cover in a future episode. But it got me thinking that in today's social media world, the pressure to be perfect, to have just the right filter, to make everything look like it was flawless, is higher than ever before in our society. So if you are a member or an attender of Chesapeake Church in Huntingtown, Maryland. Some of this is going to sound really familiar to you because it's from the sermon on September 22nd that Pastor Anna Edwards did a fantastic job delivering. And if you don't go to that church, you're not aware of that, I will post the link to the sermon in our show notes for the podcast, as well as in our Success God's Way community, because I really, really want you to hear how she delivered it. So this is not my intention to deliver it like her, but I was inspired by what she was sharing to bring this to you tonight. So there is a Harvard Business Review article from 2018 that talks about perfectionism and that perfectionism in today's world is stifling creativity. It is contributing to loneliness and we are literally collapsing from living this life of trying to be perfect and the lie of I am enough. 
Now, you may have watched one of my Daily Dose episodes recently where I talked about this lie of I am enough. And I actually posted a little bit about it in the Success God's Way community. And and it is this idea that we are enough because we can rely on ourselves and because we can do it and we're strong and and all these things. And I know this is going to fly in the face of some people's beliefs, but the bottom line is, is that as God's creation, we actually aren't enough and we need him. And that needing of him, that choice to pursue and build a business, his way versus the world's way is exactly that. It is a choice. That's why he gives us free will, because he wants us to choose to follow him and be in relationship with him. So in trying to live this lie of I am enough, we're actually suffering from rampant perfectionism. And I'm sure many of you can understand that feeling. And this pressure cooker to succeed and to look good doing it. That's the most important thing I think about this whole perfection and peace is that we want to make sure the world sees us looking good doing it is so public in today's world. It's so public. And because of social media, we can follow and it has some really great things and, and connections that can be made, but it also has this underbelly of how you need to show up and, and make, make what you're doing in business and in life look really, really good. But that is not God's intention. God's intention was not for us to do that. He was not, he did not make us to walk around in anxiety and worry about how we look to the outside world. That is not his intention at all. And the interesting thing is that as God-centered entrepreneurs, we have to remember a number of things about work, which I'm going to dig into in just a second. But we have to remember that our business is an incredible stage for showing up and reflecting the Lord's light in all that we do. And we have a choice if we're going to do that or not. So let me dig into the three things uh, that, that Pastor Ann Edwards was talking about. I know I'm not going to do this justice the way she did, but here's what I pulled out of what I heard today. First and foremost, that God created work and work is good. In Genesis 2.15, he gave the first work instruction to Adam and Eve. And 2.15 says, let me get to it. Ah, my pages are not cooperating today. All right, where are we? Actually, is it 2.15? Yeah, I put this on the wrong page. Here we go. All right, 2.15, it says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. So that's work, right? To tend and keep it. It is a sacred trust that he made with Adam and Eve that he makes with us, which is our work is intended to glorify him and impact the world and make the world better. So really, it also means that it doesn't matter what we do for work. It's who we're doing it, whom we're doing it for, and whom are we honoring through that. So listen, I, I, someone shared in our Success God's Way community the other day that their faith, their faith was feeling really stretched because they were not having you know, as much success in their business right now in the seasons of season of their business. And in my encouragement in writing back to that person, 
I, I want to bring that forward to you to say, we are going to have really challenging times in our business. And let's face it. Yes. As God centered entrepreneurs, we are, we are walking in the calling that God has given us. And we also need to provide for our families. So we need to make some income doing it. So the question really becomes, is that all about us or is it all about glorifying him? And do we have enough faith, faith the size of a mustard seed to trust that if God gave us this assignment, like he gave to Adam and Eve to tend to the garden, that he is going to reward us in ways that are innumerable and immeasurably more than we could think or imagine. Do we have enough faith around that? So first and foremost, work is good and God intended it for good. Secondly, work is spiritual. I want to come back to what I said earlier, that our business is a stage for Christian life where we can reflect his love and light to the world. And it's spiritual because it's all about us showing up and being able to reflect the fruits of the spirit to the world. So what are the fruits of the spirit? Well, Galatians 5:22 says, "The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control or self-discipline." Don't those sound like incredible things to honor in the workplace, not just in our job? So our business is a ministry. Our business is the place where we can show up, even if we don't want to be that preachy person or that pushing Jesus person. What if we could just be Jesus in the workplace? What if we could just show up the way Jesus would show up, show up loving others, show up honoring others, show up being truthful and being helpful and showing off these fruits of the spirit. That is what it means to say that work is spiritual. Work is spiritual. Lastly, um, God uses every profession to bring him glory. It's not about what we are doing. And you heard me talk about the identity crisis in our last podcast episode where we're tying our identity to what we do versus to the Lord. It's about whom we do it for and how we show up for him. So that means that we have this incredible opportunity as God-centered entrepreneurs in the pursuit of success God's way to weave faith into our business and to be Jesus for others and then to turn over the results to the Lord and say, Lord, I know you've called me to this and therefore I'm going to give this my best effort. So I want to take you to Colossians 3. 23 and 24. So in Colossians 3.23, you may have already guessed that this is where I was going. It says, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Dr. Charles Stanley builds on this in saying that every activity we engage in as believers should be done for the glory of God. Regardless of who we are, we must do each task with joy, integrity, diligence, and energy because we represent the Lord and Others will form their opinions of him through what they see in us. So you guys, I'm just going to challenge you to not use the Snapchat filter. Don't use the Instagram filter. Don't make everything look beautiful and perfect. I'm not saying to put your laundry out on, on social media, but be honest when you're talking to people about your business that yes, entrepreneur life is fantastic or the job that you work is awesome. And you know what? It is hard work. Because work is good and work 
is spiritual. The last piece is, is that work is eternal. And in Colossians 3.24, it says, to continue from 3.23, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. When, Dr. Charles Stanley says, when you invest your gifts wisely, the the Lord rewards your faithfulness by making you even more effective for his kingdom and blessing you. So imagine if we truly were absorbing the fact that we have faith the size of a mustard seed, that the Lord has given us a very important task to do in our businesses, and that through that, if we're simply obedient and we're following through and doing the work with excellence, that he will reward us in his time and that he will get us where we need to be when we need to be there. If we would just, as it says in Exodus, understand that the Lord fights for us. The Lord fights for us. Um, it says in Exodus 14, 13 and 14, Moses said to the people, do not be afraid, stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. The Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. So the Lord is already out ahead of us, creating the pathway for us in our businesses. But do we have the faith to simply hold on and do the work he's called us to do? Because work is good, it is spiritual, and it is eternal. So I want to give you some tangible action items. Because if I'm sitting in your shoes, I'm like, that's great. I have faith and I know. But... How do I know that what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing? And how do I know that he's really going to come through? And how do I know that I'm really going to earn money doing what I'm doing? Well, it really comes down to your relationship with Christ. So I want to give you what I call the battle plan. This comes from an incredible mentor that I learned from a few years ago. And she provided this battle plan for us in knowing God's heart for your business, which I would say is pursuing success God's way. So number one, you have to seek him. Seek first. That's what Matthew 6, 33 tells us. Seek first the kingdom of the Lord and all these things, the things that you truly need will be added onto you. That is not prosperity gospel, but we have to seek. Seeking him out, asking him, Lord, where do you want me to go? Who do you want me to serve? What do you want me to do with this business? And pray over it. How do we seek? We pray and we get in the word. As you're seeking, as you're praying, we have to listen. God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. We have to listen and not just listen for the next opportunity to talk. Not just ask him what we want to ask and then go about our merry way, but truly take some quiet time and listen. And you guys, that's really hard as entrepreneurs because we are not good at observing Sabbath in our business. I don't just mean Sabbath on Sundays. I mean rest the way Sabbath was intended to rest from the work that we're doing. And we've got to take that rest to really listen for what God is saying, because God does not shout. He speaks in a still small voice. The third step in the battle plan is to obey. So when you've sought him and you've prayed over it and you've listened, you have to take the action he's calling you to take. And I had a moment this week where I realized I really have not been walking in the action that he's called me to take in one part of my business. And that was not honoring him. And half obedience, you guys, is disobedience. So we have to obey what he's calling us to do. So is he calling you to make that one more call? Is he calling you to reach out to that one more person? Has he called you to be still and let him make connections for you? Whatever that looks like, be obedient. And then lastly, 
We've got to worship him. We've got to worship him, whatever the outcome is. We've got to worship him that he gave us this incredible gift of a business that can be his vehicle for us to show up and reflect his light in the world because our work is spiritual. We've got to thank him for the ups and downs in our business. We learn more in our valley experiences than we do in our mountaintops. So we've got to thank him for those situations. And we have to thank him for where he's shown up in big and small ways because we all have those moments in our business just that right conversation, just that right person that we connected with, just that right person that came in to cross our path. All of that is through the Lord. So the battle plan, seek, listen, obey, and worship. So what about the money? Well, I just want to give you a two cents super quick before we finish out here about money. Um, and the question I have for you is, are you using your money wisely? Are you being a good steward of your money? Because I know for me in my past, I was not a good steward of my money. So my scrambling, my driving, my striving, my desperation to go out and um, and make the money was because I wasn't being a good steward of my money. So I was living over my means. So I needed that money to make up the difference. You guys, it's not about the money you make. It's about the money you spend. And you could be a millionaire and be broke because of your habits and because of how you spend. So ask yourself, am I being a good steward of the resources that God has given me? Whether that's money, whether that's classes, whether that's learning opportunities, are we utilizing them? Um, and remember that it's not about what we want. It's about what God wants for us. And he will perfectly position us exactly where we need to be in his time. So here's what I want you to ask yourself. What is the last thing that the Lord asked you to do in your business? And did you do it? I'm just going to be honest with you. The last thing the Lord asked me to do in my business, I did not do. And this week I came to terms with that. And I had to ask myself, am I choosing to pursue this his way or the world's way? And am I going to give myself all in, in honor to him? So what is the last thing that he told you to do? And are you doing it? Start there, but remember that our businesses and our work is good and our work is spiritual and our work is eternal and we can show and reflect his light in the world without being pushy and without being uh, preachy by just showing up and reflecting his light. And he gives us this vast stage to do that through our businesses. So I hope that relieves some of the pressure of your pressure cooker. I'd love for you to comment either in our Success God's Way community or in the comments under the Hustle with Heart podcast when this publishes. And a reminder to get on over to my website, erinharrigan.com, so that you can stay up to date on all the podcasts and my blog, et cetera. Thank you for tuning in. I know this is kind of a weird time. We're not usually on at six o'clock. We're usually on around eight or 8.30, but I have Bible study tonight. So I got to get off this and get up the road. But thank you for being part of this community. Thank you for following along. And thank you for giving me the people to, to hear the message that God has called me to, to speak on um, in pursuing success God's way and hustle with heart. Have a fantastic week, you guys. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. If you'd like to book me as a speaker for your organization, or you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, visit erinharrigan.com or connect with me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow me on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word of Hustle with Heart by subscribing to this podcast, leaving us a review and sharing it with others.